You're listening to the Girls Gone Gab podcast. We're your hosts, Mackenzie and Sierra. Buckle, Buckle up, because we're about to get gabbing. Okay, we are back um, with a, another episode of Girls Gone Gab. And I have to tell like a quick little story. Not really a story, but kind of. Um, before we jump into our all things Bachelor Nation, all things Bachelor in Paradise episode. So that's going to be the bulk of today. Um, but you want to know what I just got in the mail from Amazon today? What? Nightlights. <laughs> nightlights? I, I ordered a pack of six nightlights um, for myself, and I'm really excited about them. They're there's one over there in the corner. You can see it. Look at how bright that is. Oh yeah, that is bright. It's, I mean, I didn't see it before cause you were in front of it, but I'm like, okay, wow. Well, they have there. First of all, it was like a six pack for $10 and selling use promo code girls gun gap. No, <laughs> um, yeah, you can get like a six amazing. pack for $10 and they're really little. So they only take up like one of the plugs and not like the whole outlet, which is nice. And then you can, there's two different settings like warm or um, like white light. And then you can also do a dim or bright setting. And they're like, um, I don't know what the the word is for it, but they're like sensor based. So they like turn off during the day and they automatically come on at like night once it gets dark. Gotcha. Are so they emergency? Are they emergency? So like if your power goes out, they still work? I don't think, I don't think so on that. Um, but that's not really what I got them for. I got them because... I don't like the dark. Um, and I decided I wanted some because I had like a full-blown panic attack the other night because I was in my bed asleep middle of the night and I wake up to like this crashing sound in my apartment. And of course, like it's startling in the middle of the night. And it's pitch black and I'm in my bed and I just like freeze, of course, like I am sweating bullets and I'm like, is someone in my apartment right now? Because like, I just woke up to a crash. I have no idea what it is. And you know, in your mind, you're like, it's probably not something probably fell something, something, but you're terrified. So I just like (laughs) stay completely still for like 30 seconds. I don't hear anything. And so I like slowly grab my phone. I like pull up my like ring app because there's like an emergency button that like immediately sets off all the alarms and calls the cops and whatever. So I'm like finger on the trigger, ready (laughs) to press the button, like get up, turn on my lamp (laughs) and like go walking through my apartment. But like, as soon as I turn my light on, I can see my bathroom and just like this little, um, sign decorative sign essentially that I have on a shelf over my toilet had fallen just took a dive off of the wall and so like obviously logically my brain now knows like that's what caused the sound and I should be fine and I should just like go back to sleep and it's all good but I'm not because my like my whole adrenaline's going I'm like nope what if what if someone knocked it off the wall what I don't know why why did you decide to jump um (laughs) Like, was there some big gust of wind that came by? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like, 
I was just up. I was watching TikToks for like the next two hours. And I like literally closed the door to my room and locked it just, just to be safe. I was locked myself in there, had my phone, whatever. And I finally lulled myself back to sleep after like an hour. And literally maybe had been asleep for 30 minutes. If that giant crash, even bigger crash than the first one. And I'm like, what? This is all my worst fears come true. I, I knew I was coming. I knew yeah. if I stayed off my guard and was not up on TikToks that something was going to happen. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but in my mind, I was like, I know it's the shelf because let me just state that the shelf that this thing fell off of was like slightly crooked from the day that I installed it because I installed it like the first day I moved in and I didn't have a real power drill. And so it's always been that way. Not majorly though, like the tiniest bit. I mean, it's been up for two years now, but it just had had its final straw, I guess. And so in my mind, I was like, I know that that was the rest of the shelf and all the other things on it, but I'm not going to get up. I'm just going to stay right here because I don't even want to see. I don't even want to know. I'm going <laughs> to stay locked in my room. And if something else, another noise emerges, I will press the button and we'll figure it out from there, which obviously nothing else ended up happening but in that panic of that evening I was like I need nightlights because it'll make me less scared (laughs) and so this is just a PSA to say that if you're 26 going on 27 and you want a nightlight get one um because I think they're great and um you can get a six pack on Amazon for ten dollars and what a steal that is I mean panic induced like shopping spree. Like <laughs> I was like, this, this will bring me comfort. I really, I do think though, like people don't talk about, maybe this is just a McKenzie problem, but people don't talk about like, if you live alone, like I, I am fine living alone. Like I've talked about, like, I really enjoy it like 99% of the time, but like there is just a different alertness when you live by yourself like both of us live in apartment buildings. So there, it's not like there's no one else around, but even still, if someone did break into my apartment, it's not like there's like someone in the room next to me or in the bed next to me or anywhere in my apartment that I can call in for backup. Like it's me. That's it. You know what I mean? And like, that's like, if there was someone here, like that I lived with, if that happened, what happened the other night I'd be like you're awake now we're both awake we're both staying up um we're doing (laughs) so just know if you like sign up to date me that's what's in store I'm just like "Mm, we're in this together you're now awake also (laughs) I'm in a panic and I need to be calmed down but um yeah like I just I it's a rare thing but I'm like when you're in the dark and you live alone and you hear noises or whatever you just, you, your mind, your mind becomes irrational. Like I knew all of it was irrational as I was thinking it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're like, I shouldn't, I should be fine. There's a shelf on the floor. That's the issue here. Yeah. But it's all good now. I took the shelves down. I'm going to have to find some new decor in the bathroom because the shelves are like broken and there's holes in the wall and I got to cover those. <laughs> but um yeah hopefully but also why do why do things always decide to fall in the middle of the night why 
why did you have to come down at 1 30 and 4 in the morning because really you could have come down while I was at work you could have come down while I was watching Love Island you could have come down while I was watching The Bachelor and I would have been okay with that this hasn't happened to me so does it happen to you off like not often but like do things startle you in the night like on yeah well not I mean not day. not to this extent not to this level of like oh my gosh it's a huge crash like I think someone broke in but like even if it's like a squirrel on my window outside like if I start to hear like too many tappings too many little noises I'm like is someone outside someone's trying to get in I know it what are they doing like I get freaked out over like I don't obviously like bugs like I'm not a bug person I don't want bugs around me and there's like some weird cricket sounds I've been hearing lately but like alarmingly close that I'm like are they now in my room are they getting in through the window because I don't want to wake up and a cricket hopped on my face so then I'm like are there crickets here am I being irrational like this is the spiral we go down I don't I don't like extra noises that are suspicious so yeah. And I, I haven't had that many things fall. I did have something in my living room actually fall like a couple weeks ago, but it was like over my couch. And so I did not hear it in the night. I like woke up and went to my living room the next morning and it was just like on my couch that had a soft landing. So it's all good. Um, and I've had other things. Like I think when I was in college and I lived in a dorm, I had like something over my bed um, and I forget what it was, but it fell on me once it was a light, but I remember like waking up and immediately thinking it was a cat that fell on me. I don't know why my mind was just like, Oh my God, there's a cat on me. <laughs> like you didn't even have a cat. Like, no, no. But again, your mind just like, you know, you're like jolted awake immediately. And you're like <laughs> trying to react. So yeah, I mean, not too thrilling of a story, but again, PSA, get your nightlights if you want them. I, I will send you the link. If you want the link to the ones I got, where did I go? (laughs) Sorry. My video just like turned off on our like little zoom call. Um, I just see this picture of Mackenzie pop up and you're like, what happened? (laughs) Um, but one quick little side story my cat Bella she actually did go through a phase I don't know if she was a toddler or what you consider this phase of cat but um she was growing and maturing and she used to jump on top of my um my dresser in my parents house yeah and um I had this like porcelain bowl that I kept hair ties in and like hair accessories in on top of my dresser and she yeah. up there in the middle of the night and like knocked it off the dresser and it broke and so that did um scare me once in the middle of the night but it was just my cat being a teenager or yeah. whatever you want to call it but um she's out of that phase now everything's good she's not just like knocking things off tables anymore yeah um, hold on I now need to cough <coughs> okay we're back um anyways um enough of my random stories 
this episode, we are going to break down really just like all of our general thoughts about all of the latest drama in Bachelor Nation, all of the talk on the streets, and um, kind of summarize our thoughts and opinions on Bachelor in Paradise episodes one through three. So we haven't really done this kind of style in the past because we typically just review or comment on the individual episodes and like don't really speak generally about Bachelor Nation. Um, And we again do it episode by episode, but that just feels like a lot for Paradise. And we have, well, we had a guest last week. We're going to have a guest coming up again soon. So that's how we're rolling right now. Yeah. So let's kick it off with. I have a little bit of a story. Another one. I know. So about your weekend. Yeah. It's not as juicy as I would have liked to bring back to the pod, but, um, so I went to, um, the, there's like this Kroger wellness festival thing, um, that happens in Cincinnati each year. And it's actually like the singer jewel is, a part of it with Kroger. Um, and they put on this big wellness festival and they have all these different booths and tables and activities and cooking demos and fitness classes and mental health seminars and all that kind of stuff. And I've gotten invited every year for the past couple of years for work and I've never been able to go. And I was able to go this year and they advertised (laughs) that Matt James and Dylan Barber were both going to be there. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Which Matt James, can I just say, Matt James makes sense because I know he like does things in fitness, but like, does Dylan Barber also do things in fitness? Am I just unaware? Yeah. Yeah. You're unaware. Um, (laughs) if anything, I just didn't know. I'm like, what, what is his fitness role? If anything, I think Dylan makes more sense. So Dylan is like a founder or co-founder of an app where if for every like workout that you do, it donates um, meals, I believe. I think it's meals. It could just be like money in general to your favorite charity. But um, yeah, it's like free to join. And I don't really know how the funding piece of it works, if it's through ads or what. But yeah, you just work out and you log it and then money gets donated to a good cause in some type of way. So yeah, I think that was kind of his thing. And then, yeah. Um, I know Matt has his kids and charity stuff and also like the food work that he's been doing. And so that's what I knew, but I didn't know about that stuff. Yeah. So I thought they were both going to be there. And then my, one of my coworkers, we actually like both watch the bachelor. We talk about bachelor at work and, um, she's in our bracket league and all that stuff. So she was like, we're let's both go. Where can I go get a picture? Blah, blah, blah. Well, Matt actually posted on his story on Friday. No, it was Thursday because the festival was on Friday and Saturday. So he posted on a story on Friday and he was like, just landed in Cincinnati, need recommendations of like where to go. And, um, like what to do and where to work out. And I was like, oh my gosh, do I have the place for you? (laughs) So I like immediately texted my boss and I was like, can, am I allowed to invite Matt James to our gym? (laughs) 
And she was like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we all like DM'd him and we're like, come work out here. Like blah, 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 blah. He never, he never applied. Um, <laughs> we were really hopeful on that one. I was like, oh my gosh, what if he's like, yes. And then he comes and works out and we like get a selfie with him at our gym. Like that would be so cool. And I was going to come back to the pod with this like great story. You all were going to think I was so exclusive and I'm not, um, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't take, I couldn't pull this one back for the team, but, um, nonetheless, we were still going to the festival on Friday, like at work, me and my boss and my coworker, Katie. So we, <laughs> we went, um, downtown and we could not find them. We were like stalking their Instagrams, whatever. And after being there for a couple hours, we found them, but they were like in this like backstage ish area where like we couldn't really get to them. And they were like with their handlers or like people that were like running the festival. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, it was like a pot. It would have been like hard to infiltrate and weird to be like, um, Hey, can I just get a picture with you? Probably not that weird, but in my mind it was weird. Like I just didn't want to be that girl. And also we had already collected all these free things for the booth. And I literally had like raw corn, um, that I was carrying around. So I just didn't feel that, that agile to like hop in and ask for a picture while I'm like carrying bags of corn and, protein powder and (laughs) all the things that they were giving away. So, but then they start walking away and we're like, well, let's just see where they're going. But we didn't want to like follow them, follow them. But my boss, she started, she was leading the back. She was like 25, 50 feet back from them. And we're just straight up walking right behind them as they go. And then they turned a corner and we lost them. So that's literally the story. It's not that exciting. Um, they were supposed to be actually at like the coconut water booth. Um, and they were never stationed there. They were on the move. We checked the booth like three different times. Cause like that would have been more normal. Like I would have walked up to a booth and been like, Oh my gosh, we love the show. Can we get a picture? But I didn't want to be like that person. that's like chasing them around as they're trying to like do things at the festival and is carrying corn and keep mentioning the corn. I'm like, nobody listening is understanding why you randomly have corn. But- well, I have corn because it's a wellness festival and they were handing out corn. So because like Kroger was the like main sponsor, they literally had like these massive like aisles, so to speak. I don't know how to describe it. Displays of like fresh produce. So you could just grab whatever you wanted. They literally had watermelons that were like massive, massive, like the biggest watermelons you could get. I was like, who's carrying that out? Who's walking around downtown with the watermelon? It was also like hot as the sun's butt crack (laughs) at this event because it's downtown, it's outside and it's like full heat, 95 degrees. So I'm also sweating <laughs> through all of this. I did win. We had to like answer this. We're getting really off batch donation, but we, I answered a question and I won a quick cooker from the pampered chef, which retails for $210. They were just handing those things out like candy. What is that? Um, it's basically like an instant pot, but fancier. 
Oh, okay. Which I already have an Instapot, but why not have another one? <laughs> I was like, for free. <laughs> for free. I'll take it. So they were giving out so much stuff. And when I saw the food, I was like, well, it's free. So I got a couple of ears of corn. I got some squash. <laughs> so I'm like walking around with like multiple like reusable bags that they're handing out. It was just like ears of corn, squash, protein powder. I had to take the quick cooker to the car. So I didn't have that on me, but <laughs> all the things. It, it just, it wasn't the moment um, with Matt and Dylan and- had it been someone else in bachelor nation, like maybe I would have like gone a little extra effort, you know, but I don't know who, like that who, would be. who would you have made more of an effort for now? And now I'm like, like maybe like guy wise, I feel like it would have to be someone that I'm like, Oh, I really have a crush on them. Or like, maybe that they're like single. Not that I like, am thinking like, oh, they're single. This me getting a picture is going to lead to anything, but like, like say it was, was Tyler Cameron or Ben Smith, or yeah. I was going to say, you would have dropped the squash and the corn and let's go <laughs> something like that. Or even one of the girls, because then it's like, I don't know. There's just like a girl, girl to girl, cool coolness with each other. I feel like, yeah, but the guys it's like, I'm not like crazy over Dylan or Matt necessarily. They're both also like wifed up and I'm not trying to like get it in an I'm in love with you kind of way picture. I just was like, yeah, you know, the vibes were off. Um, but they looked very nice and cool from afar. <laughs> I've seen them in the flesh now. That's it. That's the extent of that story and pretty lame in addition to my nightlights. So speaking of Tyler Cameron, um, word on the street, not even word on the street, word confirmed, I'm pretty sure is that he's back on the market. Yeah. I don't have much to say about it other than I heard it and no comment. Not really. I refuse to comment. Not really. I'm just going to like, yeah, he's single. What else is new? I know that there's a lot of rumors going around right now too, about like who the next bachelor is going to be. And I know his name has been thrown in there. Um, yeah, in the exactly. So that that kind of puts him in the pot, so to speak. But before we get into like the other people being considered, I don't think, I don't feel like he's someone that would even accept it. Like if they asked him, obviously, I think it would be a, it would be a wise move in terms of popularity for the producer. Oh, yeah, he'd be a moneymaker for sure, for sure. Yeah, like they'd get all the applications, they would get all the views, like it would, it would go well in that regard for sure. So I'm sure they've tried, but also even even breakup aside aside from the fact that he just broke up with this girl i don't think that he would do it regardless but i know he dated that girl for like i think over a year or close to a year and he said he was like in love with her so i think it was pretty serious well i think there's a lot of people out there that would argue that like he's too famous now like he could like date. Yeah. He can date Gigi Hadid. So why does he need to date an accountant from Iowa? Exactly. Well, he can't have Gigi Hadid anymore because she's <laughs> booed up with a baby, but he, but he still, <laughs> he, 
he used to and he could date of similar status yeah like he could potentially date like a kardashian or a jenner and yeah like easily so so why would he go on a show and meet america's most mundane regular people um (laughs) not that not that there's anything wrong with us like we love the show love to see it um as regulars but some might say he's a little bit out of the league now yeah he's advanced too far i know i'm like (laughs) you were having all the sirens over there tonight whoa well i do live by a hospital so um it wasn't police it wasn't it was an ambulance sierra's being arrested right now live on the pod (laughs) for her just my door just busts (laughs) i'm like um guys sorry we gotta go we'll be back next week (laughs) live from prison (laughs) um yeah well i don't know about yeah i just i don't see tyra see ever being bachelor but with that being said it's basically been maybe leaked maybe not leaked that greg would be our next bachelor based on reality steve based on some tweets from um mike fleiss and just some other things circulating around which let's just aside from there's kind of some further speculation on that and some other people's names in the mix just speak on the whole greg thing i honestly was like surprised by that i did not think that they would actually pick greg for the bachelor because of the like you know controversy between the him and the katie situation yeah i think i initially i was like it's too soon but then i realized like well we still have another bachelorette season Mm -hmm. so it's not like he's gonna start right after paradise is over yeah it does give him some time but also i just think it's a bold move for sure now, I, I don't know if I believe Greg would say yes to that opportunity either. Yeah. So I have a hard time believing that he would do that. Like, I just don't think he, I don't think he has lead potential. That's what I'm trying to say without sounding yeah. mean. I just don't think he would be an interesting enough lead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. I agree. I agree that I don't think that he would be the greatest lead. I don't think he would be a bad lead. I'll say that. Like, I don't yeah, think no, he'd be not horrible, horrible, but I don't think he'd be like the most compelling ever by any means. Um, like I'm not, even though I was like very much on Greg's side and the whole Greg Katie thing, I'm also like not someone that's like campaigning for Greg to be the bachelor. I'm like, I mean, I'm fine if he is, but I'm not like, it has to be Greg. Like, I think there's other good candidates out there, but um I'll also say though that I didn't I didn't think that Katie would be that great of a lead like yeah not that I don't think she did a horrible job like I think she did a good job but I wouldn't have picked Katie either and she kind of surprised me in some ways so again I'm not saying me saying Greg doesn't seem like you'd be a good fit for the lead means that he like he could surprise us he could be amazing like I really don't know. Yeah. It's from what we saw before. He just seems kind of chill, laid yeah. back, like go with the flow. I'm like, I don't know. 
Yeah, I agree. I don't really know. Um, but it does seem like based on the tweets and the things that are out there that all signs point toward Greg. Um, but then I've seen things that like, I saw a TikTok today. So don't know how reliable the source is that Greg's uncle is saying, I don't know where Greg's uncle is saying this at, don't have a direct quote, but Greg's uncle is saying that Greg was offered, but declined and that it's going to Andrew S instead. Andrew which doesn't S. sound like an impossible scenario. Yeah. I think Andrew seems more of a, like, I feel like he has more lead potential just personality wise. I could see it. I think they're like on the same playing field for me in terms of lead potential. Cause none of the, neither of them strike me as they're both outgoing and they're both likable guys, but they don't strike me as like a command the room, take the initiative, captivate everyone. Yeah. I don't know. I just think of someone that can really manage a group of 25 girls at once. And not that all of our past bachelors have done that the greatest, but I don't know. They're like, they both almost feel like a little too playful. Yeah. He is definitely playful. Andrew S. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But it could be... What we saw was him talking in a British accent. <laughs> like it could be a different vibe. <laughs> like maybe that's what we need. I, I like both of them and I like Andrew S. I think he would be a fine, good pick too. Um, so I don't know, but again, this was a comment on a TikTok. And I don't know where the original quote from Greg's uncle is on that, but it doesn't sound unbelievable. So, yeah, there's also some people out there who think that um, Michael will be the next bachelor now. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, that's not confirmed. Obviously, none of this is confirmed, but I yeah. heard on another podcast that somebody visited Ohio recently and like went to a bar and that person in the bar was like, oh yeah, yeah. The next bachelor was just here recently. And I'm like, who is that? And then that could just be some drunk person that, well, it was supposedly like the owner of the bar said that. And they're like, okay, but still some owner of a bar in Ohio doesn't know anything and cannot be, (laughs) but they just assumed that this person meant Michael because he's from, I think Akron maybe, yeah so again it it means nothing but it's just like there's so many rumors out there that we don't in my mind michael's definitely the lowest chances of the three i think greg's probably the highest just because i think it was mike flies that tweeted like our next bachelor is going to be a little bit of a like controversial pick or like some of you guys are going to be really happy some of you won't something like that along those lines and it's like what's your no pearl (laughs) no they would never they would not do us that dirty um <laughs> I'm like who else is controversial like exactly like it's not Andrew Andrew S isn't controversial neither is Michael so unless like he tweeted that prematurely and then Greg came back and was like actually no and now it's Andrew or Michael or whoever it feels the strongest Greg maybe Andrew S very slim chance Michael yeah no I don't think it's gonna be Michael I just know that yeah there's rumors I will also say that Wells um the bartender slash half of a host for bachelor in paradise has also said on his podcast that like 
he believes there is someone on Bachelor in Paradise who gets a very strong Bachelor edit. So I don't know who that could be, but he's like, oh, there's definitely a contender for someone on the cast who at the end of all this gets a Bachelor edit. So of those people, I don't know. But again, we're only on episode three. There's still probably more people to come. Yeah, but I'm like, not Connor B. Mm, I, I don't want to say not certain people because I know how paradise ends. So that's a good caveat to all this. I will not spoil the season, but I unfortunately know how paradise ends in terms of like the couples that end up together. Yeah. So I know which guys would be out for the count, so to speak. But once I eliminate those guys, I'm like, there's not many left that I'm like, oh, they would be a strong bachelor or exactly so it's like in my mind I'm thinking of Connor B from last night and I'm like that poor boy did not get a bachelor edit last night I know I don't hopefully that's not who Wells is referring to but I'm like um is it Joe is it like who who are we talking about here yeah I don't know I don't know I don't know well, TBD, that won't be around until January. I'm surprised they're actually calling it this early because we still have Michelle's season, but I guess they have to start filming Bachelor soon for it to be ready to air in January. Yeah. Well, so. I wonder if they'll announce it like maybe at the end of Bachelor in Paradise. Soon. Yeah, probably. You know, like, I don't know. Is it still called After the Final Rose or whatever? But like at the end of the season, yeah, 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 a little reunion or whatever. They'll probably maybe they'll announce it then. Yeah, I don't know for sure, but <sighs> anyways, I'll be um, what else do we got? I think that's uh, well. The only other real thing is that maybe Claire and Dale are married. I don't know that anyone cares, but um, <laughs> they're doing some suspect <laughs> things online and being Claire and Dale, and Dale's wearing a ring and. So who knows? They could be married, um, but that's really all there is to say. Goofy mood. Yeah, they're always in a silly goofy mood. So, anyways, well, maybe we'll take a short break then, and then we'll jump into our Bachelor in Paradise premiere episodes one through three recap. All right, sounds good. Okay, so episode one, Bachelor in Paradise. I think we have to address the whole David Spade situation. I'll be honest. I personally, I'm not like a huge David Spade fan, nor would I want to be alone in a room with David Spade, but I did actually think he did like a pretty funny slash fun job at hosting specifically. I actually thought jumping ahead a little bit, his like outro on that second episode was funny. Like, I mean, obviously it was silly and like not hysterical, but I thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, I so too. I, I made that mental note. I was like, okay, this is the most we've seen of him the whole time and he's leaving, but it was like the best part. I know. I, I thought he was going to be around much longer. Like I know there's multiple hosts coming in, but I'm like, we're two episodes in you're, <laughs> you're leaving. I know. Um, but you know, whatever. I mean, the hosts aren't really that big of a part of it anyways, but I thought that was interesting. And can we just talk about Tammy coming down and thinking that he was Dave Chappelle? Tammy, how tragic. I mean, oh man. 
she really said hey dave and he was like oh we got nicknames now (laughs) no no she fully thought you were a whole nother man a whole nother man (laughs) yeah i'm like hopefully she just got nervous in the moment and confused dave and david and didn't really think he was dave Chappelle. but um nonetheless Uh, that's how we kind of start off paradise. And I'll be honest, I think most of the first episode was like kind of boring because it was just so many intros. And it's like, if you're a, if you're a seasoned vet, like ourselves, you know who these people are. Like, I don't need to know that you were from Peter season and what happened on Peter season and that you're from this season of Katie. And I'm like, I know, I know all the tea. I know everything about you. I don't like um, and if you're watching the show and you're brand new, um, maybe watch it the next day on Hulu. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Like, just look it up. Yeah. Look it yeah. up. Do your homework. <laughs> so, I mean, it's fine. It's expected. That's, you know, it's par for the course. But I was like, uh, we didn't, we didn't see a lot of like connections like true connections on like day one, like people try to act like people are coupling up in like the first hour. I'm like, okay, just cause you had a conversation with someone for like two minutes does not mean like there are a couple now. Um, my but- favorite, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, you can say <laughs> my, my favorite thing, not my favorite thing actually, but I love how like, for example, Abigail is the first one there yeah sweet sweet abigail we love her um she gets there she's first she seems kind of nervous and then like a couple of guys come down and she's talking to him she's saying hello she's introducing herself and she's like so who are you hoping that you'll meet and they're both like serena p like and you just have to be like oh cool 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 like that's so cool yeah i know her she's really nice and then they're like send in serena p and then you're just like the fourth wheel of (laughs) these two guys that like this other girl and you're just like cool you know what i mean like anytime anyone mentions someone's name like oh i can't wait to meet this person or Mm -hmm. oh if this person shows up like I hate them. I hate their guts. I want to punch them in the face. They're like, and send them in. <laughs> like, which you also wonder, does it actually? Well, I know in some of the some of the scenes, like we can tell that's actually what happens next. But some of the time, you're like, this was clipped together in a certain way. I mean, like, yeah, I'm sure. it's for sure edited to be timed perfectly. But I'm like, like, God. there's no way there's a cameraman down there that's like, send them in, send them in, and someone up top's like, all right, Thomas, go exactly they're like Venus, oh, go who, who did they mention who did they mention oh cinnamon go now 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 one two three like they're just waiting in like a bullpen up top and like exactly they release them they just like helicopter them down <laughs> exactly so i mean episode one obviously like some smaller flings develop on the side but i feel like our two most noteworthy are Noah and Abigail. Noah gets a date card and takes Abigail. And then also we see pretty strong off the bat, uh, grocery store, Joe and Serena P kind of developing. Were you shocked by that? Or like, I would like not utterly shocked, but yes, like it's, it's definitely not a couple I would have 
put together wouldn't, in my yeah, mind. You wouldn't, you wouldn't pick them out of a lineup and be like, I see these two together. Yeah. Yeah. I think it does make them. sense kind of personality wise. Like I can see how Serena P is very similar to, um, I'm blanking. Kendall. Kendall. Yes. Um, I can see how she's very similar to her obviously looks wise. They look completely different. So maybe that's, what's throwing me off, um, there, but I guess I get it yeah, in the sense yeah. that she has that kind of like laid back, happy, bubbly personality. Yeah. And maybe that's Joe's thing. I'm going to say something that is maybe controversial. Um, <laughs> mean, <laughs> I don't understand the hype around Serena P. I mean, I'm just glad you said it. So I didn't have to say it. So I didn't have to look bad because here's, here's the thing again. Yeah. I don't think either of us have anything against Serena P. Neither. We don't hate her. I think she's cute. I think she's sweet. I think she's adorable. I think she also looks 12 most of the time, which again, no hate, no shade, because I also look 12 most of the time as well. If I were romping around on a beach with no makeup on and my hair up, I would also look 12. And um, she has like 15 boys on that beach trying to talk to her and I'm like why is she the hottest commodity on this beach again I don't think she's ugly I think she's adorable but I'm like she's also like one of the youngest yeah and she's very young she's very young again she's very well spoken I'm she's smart she's not stupid by any means but yeah, I'm like there's nothing wrong like I can't even point there's, out like, there's, there's nothing law. wrong with her but I, again of all the people on this beach why is she the most popular yeah, I agree. It's not that there's anything in particular that I dislike about her or that I'm trying to call out, but I also get the same feeling of just like, it seems like there's equally as great of other girls there that it's weird that they only are majority of them are after Serena because I'm like, well, all these other girls are here and they have all those qualities too. And there's nothing wrong with them. So exactly. She just, she also didn't emerge after her season with Matt as this person that I thought, oh my God, like she wasn't like a Tyler Cameron in female version in my eyes. No. And she like chose to leave herself. Didn't she? Like, yeah, she was one of those people that like left on her own accord, but like, she didn't have this big, amazing story arc of any kind. Like no no she she did make it pretty far I mean she made it to hometowns at least but she was again not the main character so yeah it just it also is like surprising me a little bit like I know it's been a pretty decent amount of time since Matt's season filmed and maybe her exit really just had more to do with her not liking Matt but we all remember how awkward that last date was and her just like abruptly leaving when we thought everything was going fine. And I just got the sense of like, oh, she's not like comfortable with being vulnerable or sharing emotions. And like, this is just too much. And she's like fleeing the scene. But yeah, the whole, like tantric, whatever date. Yeah, she got real awkward, but now she's just like diving right in on paradise. So I'm like, I'm again, maybe maybe it was just a Matt thing but in my mind I'm like was that just an act where you just like not into Matt from the get-go and you knew you were gonna dip out at some point yeah I don't know that's just speculation that's just speculation but I agree I am kind of like what's up with Serena B I haven't put my finger on it yet 
I don't get it either. I don't get it either. Again, I don't mean it to be mean. I think there's nothing wrong with her from the outside looking in, but I'm like, why her? Why is she the one? And, and I think mostly I'm just like, before a lot of these guys even have met her in person, they were like, she's the one that I'm already thinking about. I'm like, yeah. Okay. What are you stalking her Instagram or something? Yeah, like maybe she's yeah. got a good, a good gram. I haven't maybe really, I don't think we follow her. Again, I don't, I don't either. So I'm like, maybe that's it. I don't know. <laughs> she's really working it. <laughs> I'm like, wow. She has a lot of admirers, but <laughs> another couple that we haven't mentioned yet is um, Kenny and Mari. Yeah. And they bring up the whole age thing. And then so does um, Joe and Serena P. Um, I just think it's interesting. I just think it's yeah, we got some big age gaps there. Couldn't be me. Um, but I mean, teach their own. Like Joe's 35 and Serena's uh, 23. I know that Kenny's 40. I don't remember how old Mari is. I think Mari's like 24 or 25. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Can't. Couldn't be me. It's but, just, it's just, it's, yeah. But Mari at least is like, she says that she has dated older men before and she prefers it. So at least Kenny's got the green light, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. Interesting. Um, I was shocked to know that Kenny was 40. I had no idea he was 40. I didn't know he was that old. I knew he was like upper thirties, but I wasn't, I wasn't, I mean, honestly, I will give him, I don't think like Kenny is like the best looking person or I'm not even personally attracted to Kenny, but I will say he does look good for 40. Like, I mean, I, I would not see him on the street and think that guy's 40. I would think he's 33 34 max yeah yeah again kenny is his own cup of tea like you know you either love it or you don't he's yeah he's a unique bird i guess but we can all agree that kenny looks looks good for his age (laughs) yeah he's he's looks good he's got a skincare routine for sure he's going to the gym (laughs) got it he's he's right um so not too much else emerges in the first episode that's really worth talking about. Tajwan really likes to bring up an uncomfortable amount of times that she went on a date with Trey's uncle, which gets a little weird. I'm like, girl, why are you the one that keeps bringing that up? Like, kick that under the rug. We don't need to bring up his uncle. Nobody asked. You know what I mean? Gosh, Trey also has just been a savage on twitter just being like all right y'all asked for it and my uncle uncle. (laughs) (laughs) and honestly i was like oh my gosh she dated his uncle how old is his uncle that he doesn't sound like he would be cute because he's probably old the uncle's not bad i mean i see i see it tajwan i see where you were going with that one and isn't he a doctor or something yeah he's a doctor too yeah so gosh so you know, he had some things going for him. It wasn't totally a train wreck, but she okay, get it, I guess. I'm like, okay, I get it. But um, also I feel like it's just a she, felt the, she felt the need to be like, yeah, and Trey's a better kisser than his uncle. That's where I was like, mm, I draw the line, girl. I draw the line. <laughs> you keep that, you keep that to yourself. You keep that up here in your head. Yeah. Also, how small of a world that 
you even that that connection was even there but not too much else we get out of the first episode um moving into the second episode there's what do we want to mention anything about abigail and noah's date because they're the ones that go on a date like let's just say whether or not do you like them together or no what do you think what what do you think yes ship it I don't think Abigail likes him that much to be honest I don't I don't think that it will come to fruition I don't think that it will last if it does become a couple but I still ship it I have no problem with it okay yeah I I don't think there's anything wrong with them together but I think that Noah is coming, coming in hot and I think she made it very clear that she's a slow burn and I think he's just gonna he's trying to swoop her up because I think he's afraid that someone else might try to get her could be could be um so moving into the second episode I think the biggest things are the Victoria P drama um and then that's also when we see Demi come down to the beach and I'm forgetting what else happens in that episode, but let's just back it up like Tonka truck and talk about Demi really quickly. Yeah. Demi (laughs) chat. Oh my gosh. She's like hurricane Demi category four. And we're like, Oh my God. Just the energy is just a lot, which we're, we're no stranger to Demi at this point. Like she's been around the block a few times, but yeah both Mackenzie and I have made it clear to each other at least that like we're just not about the Demi energy yeah I know she's kind of like a polarizing figure for the most part in Bachelor Nation but I feel like honestly at this point a lot of people really like Demi which is fine um you know to each their own but it's weird to me that like a lot of her behavior is very similar to someone like Queen Victoria or other people that we've seen on the show that get cast as the villains that everyone hates. And then when Demi does it, everyone's just like, Demi's just being Demi. It's so funny, LOL. And I get that some of the things that she does, like she means as a joke, or if she gets called out on, like she'll brush it off as a joke. Yeah. Which is fine. I'm not like personally offended by anything that Demi does, but I'm just like, it just gets obnoxious. It gets old in my opinion. I had not thought about it in terms of like how similar her actions are to like queen or excuse me goddess goddess Victoria um but yeah like last year or whenever it was whenever the last Bachelor in Paradise season was it's a blur two years ago whenever she was um the demigod yeah so it's like it's the so same stuff. I totally forgot how similar that was, but, um, but she had a totally different arc. I mean, she came out like, you know, as part of the LGBTQ community and like, so that really changed people's perspectives on her, I'm sure. And like, yeah. And I think, I think that might be a piece of it. Like I totally support that and I'm fine with, you know, Demi being bisexual, like that's not my issue but just because you're bisexual does not mean you can be an asshole and then everyone still has to like you yeah the the parts that I that grew on me um that I thought was funny about Demi again last season was like her commentary I do think some of her commentary about the other people on 
paradise is funny and like entertaining but yeah some of the things that she says to people I'm like girl she said to um the box guy she was just like um are we about to have sex right now and I was like what (laughs) and that's like they had just like sat down to have a conversation and that's where I'm like again I know she's younger she was very young on Colton season so I know she's still young and younger than us and I get that, but I'm also like, this act is getting old. Like if you actually want to have a relationship or like find something serious, like these tactics are not going to work. Like it's cute and funny and maybe even like attractive to guys at first that you're like, so shock value forward, whatever. But I'm like, but then it's just like too much. And it's like, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I really sound like I'm coming for Demi, but to each their own, to each their own. And she's just not our personal cup of tea. Um, And it gets weird. The whole thing with her and Brendan was just a big old cringe fest. I mean, it was so awkward. Well, I'm like, okay, so she comes in, she gets a date card. She takes Brendan. They go on this date. They're like jet skiing. They make out. And then he's like, yeah, like I'm really having a good time with you, but I'm also, you know, going to keep my options open, whatever, which is like day one or day two. It's day two, but it's Demi's day one. She's literally been there for like, I don't know, maybe a couple hours. And I think he said that probably also thinking that she was going to be like, oh yeah, me too. Like I just got here. I'm not trying to like be your girlfriend. And she takes it as like this ultimate rejection heartbreak and like completely calls him out on it. It was like, well, that was rude. Yeah, like, how dare you tell me that you want to keep your options open? Um, <laughs> what? What? Well, she was like, I don't know that you understand. Like, I'm the best girl on this beach and the best girl here and the best girl ever. You're not going to do any better than me. And Brendan's, Brendan's like, oh, absolutely. Of course. Yeah, of course his response was like, of course, of course. <laughs> but she's just, I'm like, again, that, that, like that to me it's just very obvious to like tell when someone's trying to like project false confidence, like queen Victoria, I think. And mm-hmm. Demi do of like, well, I'm the best girl on this beach and it's not going to get any better than this. I'm going to yeah. say something else that might be controversial and I'm not casting judgment, nor am I um, accusing anyone of anything, but there were parts where Demi was speaking like during their date or when she like first entered the scene. Yeah she not seem like maybe she was on something like I don't mean on like hardcore drugs but like maybe she like smoked a little weed or something like she just seemed a little on it definitely it could be a possibility but she does kind of have that like I think sometimes when she's talking she tries to do this like hazy sultry vibe I'm not accusing her (laughs) she is known for smoking a lot of weed these days like yeah. She even calls her own self like she jokes and yeah, yeah. will call herself like um Willie Nelson or whatever, you know. Yeah. So it's so I know that she does that. And again, not casting any judgment, but there were some times where I was like, she looks What's like she did. well, she definitely was not calm because she was freaking out. But then she was also trying to play it cool again of being like, Well, I mean, I don't care if he's gonna act like that, blah, 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 blah. But then homegirl gets back to the beach after the date's over and she's crying. She's crying in the 
corner and I'm like, get it together. First of all, you can't be like <laughs> acting like I'm the best girl on this beach and I don't even care. And then cry in the corner five minutes later, that's you're giving off middle school energy right now. You're coming and, up and pick me and let's just reel it in a little bit. And then, yeah. she, and then she turns a totally t- turns the ship around and is like, all right, I'm going to go talk to other people now. And yeah. I, I just, I, I don't get it. Um, it was, she casts her own judgment on Victoria and is like, yeah, she looks really desperate right now. I was like, you're doing the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, also I'm, I'm honestly surprised on based on her Demi energy. I'm surprised that she came in like she had to have like really had a crush on Brendan beforehand because to go on one date with someone and then be like that upset and like offended that they rejected you. I would like, I would be like, Oh, I just got here. We didn't really vibe. Or it seems like he's maybe more interested in getting to know other girls. Like, all right, cool. I'm going to move on to the next person. I wouldn't be like, are you kidding me? I'm the best girl on the beach and then cry and then, and then move on. Yeah. It's early girl. Yeah. I'm going to bring up a different topic now because we're talking about Brendan. And one of the other things that comes up about Brendan is that essentially he's already been talking to Piper. They're like, they could have been in a relationship or talking or something and that he's just waiting around for her. And so I think that also kind of really gasses Demi up because she's like, why couldn't you have just been honest with me? And why would you even go on this date if you had something else going on? And he also was talking to Natasha. So people are really um, a little peeved at Brendan. Before we get into Brendan, but the irony though, because if we all remember correctly, Um, last time Demi was on paradise, she midway through was like, Hey, I have something to tell you. I have feelings for this person that I was kind of dating back home right before this started. And then she literally came to paradise. So, um, it's literally the pot calling the kettle black on this one. I feel like you're the last person that can talk on this. Yeah. So there's that. But in terms of Brendan, I love Brendan up until this. I, I'm not gonna say I love Brendan up until this point because I don't not love him now. But it's not a good look. But it's not a good look, and it is looking like this is the scenario. Like it's he's very much giving off the energy that he's like trying to make it look like he's like mingling with girls without getting like too attached or like too coupled up, so that he doesn't look like a total dick when Piper comes in and he couples up with her. Yeah, yeah, I do think that he's probably one of those people that's like easy to talk to and that like people naturally like like him like being around him and I do think that he and Natasha probably have great conversation and like yeah they probably have deeper conversations like they mentioned how whatever he was like yeah I, I have deeper conversations with you than I do with Piper like Piper and I were just very casual it's like yeah that could be the case but yeah he's not mentioned anything about like attraction or and he hasn't like, outright said like no that's absolutely not true <laughs> exactly he ha- he has not confirmed nor denied that he <laughs> would like to see her again yeah 
which I get to an extent, like it does feel a little shady to like not disclose, but also it's like, what was the extent of the relationship before they left? Cause like if they hung out a few times beforehand and they're both like, well, this isn't, this isn't strong enough or committed enough to like risk or to skip going to paradise, but I'd be willing to go to paradise and like, maybe we continue our bond together or maybe we end up coupling up with other people, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's how I I feel. But I think that it's a sticky situation to navigate and Brendan's looking a little sus at the moment. Yeah. Um, for sure. Um, so that's, that's Brendan, that's Demi. And then the other Victoria, then we have Victoria P and girl, I really thought she was going to maybe try to come up, like have a comeback from Peter season because she didn't look good there. didn't love her there. And I was like, she really had an opportunity to redeem herself and she flushed it on the toilet. She, that she, it. she got caught and she <laughs> said, you know what? How do you think I'm going to go home actually? <laughs> um, it's just so obvious who <laughs> our cheaters are this season. Like she literally, again, did not like outright deny, or maybe she did, but she wasn't convincing and was just like, this is really overwhelming and stressful. And I think it's just best I go now. And it's she like talking about therapy. She was talking about all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. I was like, okay, it's pretty obvious that <laughs> well, her, whole, her whole conversation with James was the funniest part when she was like, he brings it up like super calm, like yeah. so chill. And it's just like, yeah, this is, you know, what people are saying. <laughs> is there any truth to this? And she's like, whoa, whoa, back it up. Um, I'm just, I, I, I'm really feeling attacked right now. I'm feeling like there's accusations flying. You need to <laughs> calm down. And he's like, I, I'm totally calm. Um, I'm just like trying to see if there's, and she's like, I, I, I can't have this conversation right now. Um, <laughs> she, just she was crazy. like, she was like, we just need to like slow down. Like, I don't even know your last name. And he's like, you barely you even know his name. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I forget what she was calling him, but not James. And then it literally like showed it in one part of the episode, it showed her in her off screen interview. And she was like, what's his name again? Yeah, like, everything but James. She was calling him everything but James. Girl, I get that there's multiple people there, but he was the only person you were talking to. You're telling me you couldn't remember one name? One? Yeah. Yeah. Tragic also. Just oh, I was like, James, get out of there right now. <laughs> Abort. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, luckily he really dodged a bullet on that one. That's that is true. But she really did say, I'm gonna skirt skirt on back to Nashville to my <laughs> to my boyfriend <laughs> yeah um interesting one there glad we glad she got out uh early on but was there anything else like really worth digging into on episode two that isn't also a episode three conversation I mean the only people we haven't mentioned yet it's just people that are getting closer it's like Connor and Marissa kind of sort of Aaron and um Tammy Tammy and then the other Serena tries to swoop in and Tammy says nope Nope. that's not me in and (laughs) um Ivan and Jesenia which is kind of surprising to me they go on a date don't they 
I don't know if that's the second or third episode. It's a blur. Yeah. A lot of TV here lately, Um, but they go on a date. They seem very solid so far, even though it's day, whatever. Yeah. I will say that slightly surprised me. I didn't see Jacinia as one of the girls that would be like quick to couple up or like that would be quickly picked by the guys. Um, I don't mean that in offensive way, but she just wasn't one of the girls that I thought was going to be like immediately coupled up and someone that I'm surprised is not coupled up, um, quickly is actually Kelsey. I, I agree. I think she's really cute and like nice and sweet. And yeah, just from the male perspective, I would have thought that she would be one of the girls that the guys were like, Oh yeah, Kelsey. I know. I wonder if maybe she's like shy or maybe she's just not putting herself out there as much. Yeah. Cause also like, I mean, obviously there's champagne gate, but I don't feel like she did anything on her season to get her bad enough of a rep that the guys would be like, Oh, I don't want to like queen Victoria. I can see why the guys are not talking to her. That is not unexpected in any way, shape or form. But Kelsey, like that drama wasn't really deep enough for, I think a guy to watch that and be like, Oh, that's a red flag. I'm not going to date her. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but I agree. I feel like she should be getting in on the action and she's kind of in the backgrounds and nobody's surprised that Carl is also in the background. I know. I'm like, Carl is literally an extra. He is an extra on bachelor. Apparently. He's kind of talking to one girl. Um, what is her name? Uh, I can't think of her name. She's got the long like braids. Um, Deandra, Deandra. I don't really know her that well. I know she's from Peter's season. I think they had like a moment, but again, they're in the background. He's shadow boxing still. (laughs) Classic, classic. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's mostly it. Yeah, I agree. So that's episode two. Episode three last episode the biggest point of conversation is thomas and then also riley and marissa yeah i don't know if we should mention i'm backtracking again my bad that there was a rose ceremony and like who went home because i can't remember it was like serena um not serena p but the other serena Victoria and Kelsey, right? Yes, I believe so. Those are the three that like go home. They don't get a rose. Demi surprisingly stays um, with James. With James. Um, But yeah, then we enter those three guys. Um, Well, first we have Thomas and of course all the guys are all riled up. No shock there. Um, nothing interesting or new. And, um, then he chooses to go on a date with Serena P of course, Joe is moping around for the rest of the day. <laughs> it seems like it's actually going like really, really well. And like, even at its conclusion, it seems like it went well, but then Serena P comes back and it's like, yeah, but I didn't really have a good time. Um, I told him I'm not gonna like date him. I'm not interested. I'm moving on. I'm which, like, yeah, okay, you just big fat made out with him, and then you're like, yeah, but like in the back of my mind, some the vibes were off. I'm like, really? Cause it didn't look like it. <laughs> yeah, and I think the she made it sound like 
she was kind of turned off by how he was like talking about the drama on his season. And then he called Trey emotionally immature. Like he was, I don't know. It was weird. It was a weird comment, but that's not confirmed. Okay. That's what she's. No, he said that. Yeah. No, he said it. I saw it out of his mouth. Okay. I guess I missed that. I was like, is that what he actually said? No, he did. Cause I was like, that is a weird comment. But in the moment she didn't say anything back. She would just like kind of smile. And then she was like, haha. Yeah. Well, I had a really awesome time with you today. And you know, I can't really like speak to what happened on your season, like something along those lines. And I was like, okay, she's okay with this, I guess. But then she came back and she was like, yeah, it was really weird. He said, Trey was emotionally immature. And I was like, well, that's what I was thinking, but you didn't say it at the time. Yeah. Which I get sometimes those, like someone's saying something and you're like, are you really saying this right now? And like, yeah, she's probably just processing it at <laughs> the time. Yeah. But, he also is just getting this weird reputation of one, the guys on his season hate his guts. <laughs> and two, his only personality trait seems to be that he's tall and he keeps mentioning that he's tall. He's like, like oh my God, I'm, I'm so tall. Like I'm running into the beam again. Oh my God. Oh, you're going to have to keep reminding me to duck. Oh, and they're like, how so tall are you? And he's like, oh, six, six. It's like, yeah. Oh, me? I'm six, six. Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah. Oh, almost bumped my head again. Jeez. <laughs> and and he's like, like oh, okay. it wasn't made for me. I'm like, okay, we get it. We get it. Um, So that's really all of the arc we get of um, Thomas. We don't like really he, see too much more. He does try to have a redeeming situation where he tries to apologize and honestly for a second there I I like was like okay that's nice of him but then yeah the whole Trey situation came back to bite him and he was just like yeah and we're done (laughs) yeah so um that's that uh with Thomas and with Trey and with Serena so Joe's super happy they're continuing on in their couple and continuing to make out Another big conversation is obviously, like you mentioned, um, Marissa and Connor B have started to build this connection, which I have to say that is also a connection. I would have never paired up together. Me either. I was kind of surprised by that one. Um, but then, and, but also like they coupled up, not even coupled up, they hung out on like day one and then Riley comes in. And he decides to take Marissa on a date and Connor B is it's over. Well, acting like he's upset. He's like, Riley's going to try to steal my girl. I don't think so. Like, I'm not even worried about it again. He's doing the whole like false confidence thing, (laughs) but then he's also like moping around and like sad about it. And I'm like, again, buddy, it's like day two, day three, there are like 15 other girls standing around. Go talk to one of them because we don't need to be getting attached this quickly. <laughs> it's funny how different like his words versus his body language were like, <laughs> yeah, he would just be like, yeah, I'm not worried. Like I know our connection is strong, but then he's like all, he looks so sad and just kind of like dreary and like, you know, the energy is nervous. The energy is sad. <laughs> exactly but he's all trying to be like this tough guy i'm like you connor you see through it 
yeah exactly and that's okay and that's okay and just <laughs> you know just stop hiding it yeah once, once he steps on the scene though riley and they go on their date which we'll get to as well because we also have a new host yeah um it's over i mean it's over game yeah over. well the funny part was when um connor b like she comes out marissa comes out ready for her date and she like goes over to the table to talk to the girls before she heads out and connor b like tries to make a move to like tell her that she looks good but it comes out so awkwardly like he walks up and he's just like hey yeah so i i mean i'm i'm really excited that you're getting a date like that's awesome um i hope you have fun um that's cool um also you you look great um do you want to go talk and she's like the look on her face can, is like a no and he's like i mean but like if you're heading out though like of course you don't have to and he's just like yeah i just i just wanted to say that and then just like walks away and it's like uh, uh that did not go the way that it needed to go and you can tell that she's like doesn't want to hurt him because she yeah. already is like yeah connor's just really sweet but <laughs> but riley <laughs> yeah exactly so then she goes on the date with Riley and our new host is there, the one and only Lance Bass. Um, and they're like doing a total ripoff of the James Gordon uh, spill your guts or fill your guts challenge yeah, yeah. where you have to answer a question that you probably wouldn't want to answer or you have to eat like a really disgusting food. Which I'm and- like, I signed up for Bachelor in Paradise, not Fear Factor. Like, <laughs> this is supposed to be romantic and they're over here eating cow tongues yeah they they got like very comfortable with the, the the eating the gross things and then then they start making out and lance is just standing there it's <laughs> awkward it's an intense make out they're like both talking about how sexual they are and how sexual they enjoy being and He's just there. Oh, she's a freak and I like it. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, interesting. Yeah. So, but you can tell like they're both very, very into each other. And it's like, yeah, this is, they're like cutting back to the island and Connor's playing his freaking ukulele. I'm like, stop <laughs> it. Stop. You're making yourself. And there was like even that. like one shot of Wells just like standing behind the bar, like with the, single tear going down his face i'm like oh my gosh this is so dramatic then cut to like sexy music and them making out you're like oh just the stark contrast between the two scenarios and yeah well and then they get back and they freaking go to the boom boom room (laughs) riley the little devil is just like i know somewhere we can go I'm like, I'm like, it is, he has not even been there in 24 hours. He is still in, still in hearts. And it's just still your girl for sure. Yeah. Um, the sad thing too, is that like nobody, Connor doesn't even know. No, he's just like, back and that's, yeah. that's where she went. That's going to be sad on the next episode. But yeah, I mean, wow yeah it it moves quickly you know again to each their own as I always say but moves very quickly I'm sure they would probably say they would not confirm nor deny what happened in the boom boom room but I think we all know what probably happened in the boom boom room and (laughs) based on the energy we were getting from the beginning of the night 
So that's kind of like what we're left with. Yeah. It just ends there on that cliffhanger and we're like, oh, okay. Did that just happen? Yeah. So that is where we're at in paradise. Um, I am kind of like ready for it to pick up a little bit. Like while I like generally the people that are on the beach now and I don't really hate or dislike anyone. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan, like I said, of Demi, Carl, or um, Thomas, but overall, like, I don't know. I'm just not as like personally invested in the people on the beach right now as I feel like in the past I have been, but maybe that's just in my head. Like, I'm excited to see whenever Becca Kufrin comes down, I feel like that'll add some mm-hmm. pizzazz, something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just interested to see more people come into the mix get rid of the people that we know aren't going to make it far like carl and you know those types of characters yeah Yeah, i definitely think it will pick back up though i think i think it can only go up from here and i'm excited to see little john (laughs) yes i don't know what kind of host he's going to be but well he's definitely doing the voiceovers oh Oh yeah. Did you notice that? Like right off the bat? Yeah, which is, How it's weird because he's not using like his full little John voice. So you don't immediately like know that it's him, but like you, you know, and it's, it's odd. I was like, of all the hosts that you had this season, that was the one that you, that was the vibe you were going for. Like, I feel like Lance could have done it in a very like, kind of like regular way, but they were like, no, we want to bring a different energy. John. <laughs> I will say, I miss the whole coming up like yeah the Chris Harrison voice yeah is a little bit missed with the transitions but like but yeah but I'm excited to see um Lil John and Paradise looking forward to it can't wait it's hopefully it's gonna get juicy soon so um with that we're gonna close out this week's episode next week we will be back at you guys with a guest. Um, and then um, it'll probably be the following week when we do our next recap. So we'll be recapping four episodes of Bachelor in Paradise, I believe. So that is when we will check back in on Bachelor Nation. Yep. Sounds good. We'll see you next time. Bye.